I can be this chatty person. We're from Pennsylvania. So we're, she is living in our hometown, but we have been in Arizona and Florida for the last five years. So we're, this is like unbelievably uncomfortably cold. So we are sleeping on flannel blankets. What is neat about this story is the flannel blankets have pictures. A big black dog, a small brown dog. And as of a month ago, Cass and Bob have a big black dog and a small brown dog. If you do not believe in vision boards, I will be the, I don't have one, but I will tell you my daughter does. And they rule her life. She will put out what she wants. As a child, she wanted a house with a pool. Guess what she has? A house with a pool. If you have never believed in vision boards in your life, tonight is the night to let it all come out and teach you on how to govern your life with vision boards. I'm a believer because of what my daughter has done. Her entire life has been vision boards. And I don't know if she'll show you at some point, she has multiple vision boards going on because she has multiple visions in different directions. But they are, as Liz can attest, they are amazing guides. They are, absolutely, absolutely. When your mom joins Trans Tuesday, thank you, mom. And we're gonna have a I lot of- chatty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so very excited tonight. It's already eight o'clock, so I'm going to get us started. That was a perfect introduction. Welcome, everybody. It's Trans Tuesday, our favorite night of the week. Tonight is a signature episode as part of a signature series. It is exclusively for our club members. Um, our wider audience will be able to listen to this as an audio podcast, but I can tell you right now, they're going to be missing seeing the amazing vision boards and slides and visual tools that Liz has for us. And that's what you get to enjoy as a club member. So uh, for those of you listening, because I know all my club members know, I'm Cassandra Storm, your host, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. Tonight, we welcome one of our favorite My Feminine Heart experts. She's a life and a health coach, Liz Tattersall. She's here tonight to talk to us about our visions and our dreams for 2022. Liz, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Cass, so much. As you know, I absolutely love being part of this marvelous community. Um, thank you. I'm delighted, and tonight is going to be fun, so I look forward to all of this with everybody. It is going to be a good time, uh, and I'd like to welcome our sisters in the Zoom. Uh, we're going to say hello, since you've, you already heard her intro. That's my mom, Pat. Say hi, mom. Hello, ladies. <laughs> and welcome to Bronwyn Drew. I think one of Liz's biggest fans and a, a true believer in her work. And Ashley Glennon, one of our shining club members. Hi, Ashley. Thank you for joining us. Hey, everyone. <laughs> so I want to tell you how low key we are. Um, so for anybody that saw the supply list, I sent in the emails for tonight. Uh, you do not have to be crafting this evening. In fact, Ashley logged in and she was like, I didn't have a chance to grab supplies. That's okay. So what tonight is, is Liz is teaching us 
how to get started. We're going to spend the next week working on our boards. Next Tuesday, we're coming back off screen, Zoom only, not streamed, not recorded. All our sisters are welcome to join us. And we're all going to share our dreams and visions for the future with each other, what our goals are. We're going to help each other stay accountable and support each other's goals through the year. And even if your vision boards aren't done, even if you only have a few things clipped for magazines or whatever your inspiration may be, bring it to the Zoom next week. We want to see the visuals. We want to see how it's coming along. I am so excited for that. Um, so everybody who's out there in the world listening, what you are hearing is an interactive online show, a private community. As you can see on screen, we are all women, cisgender, transgender, and everybody who just loves and has that feel of a feminine spirit in their soul are welcome here. And even if they don't and they want to support the community, still welcome here. We are all about transforming the lives of trans women through sisterhood. And uh, so we're going to let one of our fave sisters in the house, Liz, start her presentation and teach us all about how to think about what we want to accomplish this year and then how to make it happen. Thanks, Liz. I'll let you take it away. Awesome. Thank you again, Cass. Uh, thank you again for asking me to share this vision board workshop with everyone. Um, most of you who are here already know me as a member of my feminine heart, this wonderful community, and also as Miranda's big six sister. What some of you may not know is that in addition to being a certified health and life coach, I am also certified as a dream builder coach with the Brave Thinking Institute. And what that means is I help people who feel overwhelmed or confused at a crossroads in their life to find clarity, energy, and purpose so that they can live an authentic life that they truly love living. And that really comes from my belief that we are all capable of far more than we realize. I believe that we can all live a life that we would love to live. Uh, so sharing some of the principles that I teach in the dream building program could not be more perfect at this time of year when most of us are hoping to achieve or accomplish something new in the coming year. So tonight I'm going to share with you some of those principles that I teach in my program, and that's going to help you design and decide for your dreams and goals for the year. Then we're going to have the fun of creating our own vision boards, and that will help you continue to visualize your dream. But before I get started, if you have a chance, can you grab something to write on um, and a pen or a pencil for an exercise that we're going to be doing later on, and that'll help us out. So now I'm going to give me a second. I'm going to share my screen here. Okay, have we got my screen? Can you all see my screen now? Yes, I can see it. Awesome. Okay. So here we go. I'm going to start again by welcoming you to the power of a vision board, the first three keys to accelerating your results. For those of you who have heard this presentation or a version of it, bear with me as I tell a story that you've heard before. One second, let me 
we gotta get this going. Here we go. There we are. We've got our mother mouse who was leading her three children through a house when suddenly as they were turning a corner, the mice saw a cat. The cat looked at the mice with hunger in his eyes and slowly started walking toward the mice, revealing its sharp teeth. The mother mouse, in an effort to protect her children, backed up, raised up on her hind legs and said in as loud a voice as she could muster, ruff, ruff, ruff. The cat was terrified, of course, and ran off. The mother turned to her little babies and said, now children, never underestimate the power of learning more than one language. And I share this story with you to make a point, and that is this. We can all learn more than one language. And today, we're going to be exploring the language of success. This is a language for creating the results that you want. And once we consciously understand this language, we can apply it in any area of our lives that we want to improve. So this system of success that we'll be exploring has been developed for over 40 years and has been used by tens of thousands of people around the world to create lives that they would love living. It's proven, reliable, and repeatable for helping you create what matters most to you. So I'm sure most of you out there have had a goal that you'd like to achieve or an area of your life that you would love to improve, right? My intention today is to share with you some powerful tools to help you improve results in your life. And by the time you leave here, you're going to be empowered with three tools to help you achieve your goals, greater clarity on your goals and dreams, and feeling even more confident in your ability to achieve those goals and dreams, as well as some powerful ideas that you can begin to visualize on your very own vision board. I hope you're up for that. So how many of you have ever achieved a goal or a dream in your life that when you first set out to achieve that goal, you had no idea how you were going to achieve it? Probably most of us, right? That goes to show that we're all capable of far more than we know. You weren't sure how you were going to do something and yet you were able to do it. And that proves that you are capable of far more than you realize. What I've learned through my own process of building my vision for the life I would truly love is that our goals and dreams are often born out of the challenges we face or the pain that we experience. You see, we live in a universe that speaks to us through two growth signals, our longing and our discontent. We experience the feelings of longing when the circumstances we desire are something that we haven't yet created. And we feel the discontent when our circumstances aren't something that we like to be experiencing. And both the longing and the discontent are the catalyst for the growth within us. So whether it's the pain of a problem, the burning desire for something new, these two energies are essential for creating the results in our lives. Many of you have already heard about a time in my life when longing and discontent inspired me to make a change. For 20 years, I had a pretty successful career as a pharmaceutical sales rep and to the world, I seemed to have it all together. But over time, 
pressure to do the work necessary to keep up my sales goals while taking care of my family became more and more stressful. I was on all the time, checking voicemail and email first thing in the morning and last thing at night. When I was working, I was worrying about the family. And when I was with the family, I was thinking about what I needed to do for my job. Sound familiar? Sleep eluded me most nights, but migraines, weight gain, insomnia, anxiety, depression, all those things finally forced me to take a closer look at my life. And I continued all that time to be hearing a still small voice telling me that I was meant to do something else to serve people more directly. Sharing tools that I knew would allow them to fully live this gift, this life. So here I am living my dream of being a transformational life coach, helping others uncover what possibility their lives hold and how to live a life they truly love just as I do. So today I'm going to share with you some principles that are going to help you transform your longing and discontent into new results. And in the time that we have, I'm grateful to be able to give you the first three of these principles that you can apply right now to help you create a life that you absolutely love. These three principles are the keys to mastering your results. Many people go about their lives doing what they normally do you know, rolling with the punches, going with the flow, taking it as it comes. This is what we call living life by default. Their lives are directed by the comfortable things they typically do without much conscious planning. In fact, most people spend more time organizing a weekend's vacation than they do designing a life that they would love living. On the other hand, highly successful people create a life by design. That means that they set a clear intention for what they would love and they consciously create what they want in their life. There are four domains in which we create results in our lives, and they are health and well being, love and relationships, vocation, and time and money freedom. You're having results in each of these areas right now. Some of them you may love and others probably not so much, but here's the good news. No matter what the results, no matter how big the challenge it might feel like to you, and no matter how long these results have been in place, you absolutely have the power to create the exact results you would love to have in your life. The results that you're getting in all of these areas of life are a perfect reflection of your awareness in these areas. So let's expand our awareness together by studying the pattern that creates our results. And it's what I call the results formula. And the formula begins like this. Thoughts cause feelings. Your thoughts cause your feelings and you know this. When you think joyful thoughts, you feel happy. When you think scary thoughts, your heart beats faster. When you think about biting into a lemon, your mouth starts to water, doesn't it? Thoughts affect your physiology. And by universal law, your feelings are expressed with your actions. When we feel confident, we're energized and we take different actions than we would if we felt down, frustrated, or sad. And we know that our actions contribute to our results. It's simply the law of cause and effect. 
And yet most people don't get this. Most people look at their results, their circumstances, their situations, their conditions, and they call those their causes. Where the true cause of all your results is right here. It's in your thoughts. So if you want to know what you've been thinking, simply look at your results because your results never lie. If we want to create new results in our life, then we pay attention to our thoughts. And that's something that we call, I can do this. Notice what you're noticing. Notice where your feet are in your shoes right now, touching the floor. Notice that you can feel your body sitting in your seat. Now notice what you're noticing. And you can do the same thing with your thoughts. You can notice what you're thinking and you can notice how what you're thinking affects how you're feeling. So let's apply these concepts of the results formula and notice what you're noticing to your life. So as I make these statements, make a note of what feels true to you. You might be a person who doesn't know what your dream is and yet you know there's something more for you. Or you might be a person who has lots of dreams and you don't know whether to choose one or create them all at once. Every one of us has a dream inside somewhere, even if we're still endeavoring to find it or achieve it. The exercise that we're about to do now is designed to help put you in touch with that part of you that has a dream. So get your pen and your piece of paper or your journal, and we're going to do a life assessment. And what we're gonna do now is consider the results that we're currently experiencing in each of the four domains of our lives that we looked at a few minutes ago. And on a scale of one to five, I want you to note how fulfilled are you with your current results? One being not fulfilled at all and five being completely fulfilled. So we're gonna begin with health and well-being. So again, on a scale of one to five, how fulfilled are you with your current health results? Okay, now we're going to consider the results in your love and relationships domain. So again, on a scale of one to five, how fulfilled are you with your current relationship? And now let's consider the results in your vocation domain, which is your creative expression, your career, or how you share your gifts with the world. And on a scale of one to five, again, how do you feel you um, are with your current results there? And finally, we're going to consider the results in your time and money freedom domain. Okay, so on that scale, one to five. Okay. So now let's take a moment and reflect on your life assessment here. So as we considered each of the domains of your life and you looked at your current results, you gave yourself that rating of one to five for each area. What I want you to do is pay attention to your thoughts around those results. This isn't a place for judgment. There's no right or wrong, good or bad here. They just are what they are at this point in your life. You're paying attention to and noticing what it is you would love more of or less of in your life. So look at the rating that you gave yourself in each domain and circle the lowest rating because a cost in one area of your life could lead to a cost in each areas of your life. 
Remember that whatever results you've had up until now, you have the power within you from this moment forward to create the results you love. And it all starts right here again with your thoughts. Every one of us has a dream inside of us somewhere. And so this brings us now to the first key to mastering your results. And it's also the number one secret to dream building. And it is designing your dream. When you would love different results in your life, you plan for them, just like you have a clear blueprint when you want to build a house. The same is true with your dream. Without a clearly defined blueprint, you can't build your dream. So get your paper and I want you to write this down. Clarity is power. This is important. When you become clear on what it is you really want in your life, you will begin to see opportunities and resources that you may otherwise not have seen. Things will begin to appear out of the blue. So let's design the blueprint of your dream and let's make it crystal clear. And for our purpose and time available today, I would invite you to choose the one area of your life that you really feel the most need to improve, okay? So during the assessment earlier, which area of your life do you feel you were, are experiencing the greatest cost? And I want you to turn up the focus in that area for this next exercise. Here's an important concept that's gonna help us understand why having crystal clarity is so important, and it's this. The quality of our life is determined by the questions that we ask. And one of the most highly calibrated questions that there is, is this. Hold on. What would you love? Ask yourself, what would I love? So now get your pen and paper ready. In a moment, I'm going to give you one minute to write out what you would love most in this area of your life. We're gonna step into an imaginary time machine and go forward three years to January 4th, 2025. Oh my gosh. What would you love your life to look like then? Suspend any urge to figure out how this result is going to happen. If somebody gave you a magic wand, what would you love to have in your life? So if you're willing right now, close your eyes for a moment and take a deep breath and imagine that you got into that time machine and you are now three years in the future and three years from now everything you wanted completely worked out you have all the time and money and other resources required what would you love what's happening in that area of your life if you knew you couldn't fail what would you be doing go ahead and do it who are you with? See them. How does it feel? Feel it. And let your imagination run with it. Dream big. Okay, gently open your eyes. So now I'm going to give you one minute to describe on paper everything you just pictured in your imagination. And at the top of the page, I want you to start it by writing... I am so happy and grateful now that, and take one minute to be as clear as possible as you write out this dream. Okay, 
Go ahead. Fifteen more seconds. Okay, take another deep breath with me. Okay, and I invite you now to write at the end of what you've just journaled, this or something even better still. This phrase is a very powerful signal that what you've just expressed here is what is in your awareness at this moment. It's like holding out your hands and being open and willing to receiving something even more powerful and beneficial in your life. So congratulations, you have just created your life by design. This is the first key to mastering your results. Knowing what it is you would love and describing it is the first step in bringing those results to life. So let me tell you why this first step is so important. And that's because everything is created twice, first in thought and then in form. Everything that you see was first somebody's thought before it ever came into being. You know, look around the room, everything, you know, the chair, you know, this computer, everything was something that someone thought of first. And you are now thinking up a design for your life. You're designing your vision. And this now brings us to the second key for mastering your results. And that is deciding for your dream. So just like we experience results throughout the day, we also make decisions each moment of our lives. We decide what influences our results. Even the smallest choices have great impact. And that's why it's important that we know how to make empowered decisions. The decisions we make will determine our results. So to master our results, we wanna master our ability to make those decisions. In fact, it's been proven that highly successful people are willing to decide for what they would love even in the absence of knowing how to bring it about. Some people wanna know, every step of the way before deciding. They want green lights down the driveway before they'll even put the car into reverse. The key is that you make a firm decision for what you want before you'll bring your dream into reality. So after your life assessment, you now recognize your current results, where you are right now. And then after journaling, what you would love in your life, you recognize your dreams. And that's where you want to go, right? So what happens in the middle between the results that you have now and the results you want? Any idea how you're going to bring that dream about? No. We want to suspend the how for now. 
That is, we're going to refuse to let the unknown stop us from making a decision to move forward with our dreams. So we've taken a deep dive into the first and second keys to mastering your results, designing your dream and deciding for your dream. And you've now created the blueprint for your dream and decided for it. And that brings us to our third key to mastering the results in your life. And that is befriending your fear. What does that even mean, befriending your fear? It means that you can have fear, but you don't have to let fear have you. When we decide for a dream, like you all have done here today, there's a part of you that says, yes, I'm going to do this. And there's another part that's going to rise up and say, yeah, right, that's not going to happen. Or how are you going to do that? Or you don't have the time, you don't have the money, you don't have the resources to do that. These thoughts are called our paradigms, which are simply limiting patterns of belief and thinking that are trying to keep us living that same comfortable life. So notice the part of you that when you think of your dream, you're like, heck yeah. Pay attention to that feeling for a minute. Then as you do that, you may notice that other nagging part of you that says, yeah, right. Who do you think you are? You don't have what it takes. What if you fail? That's the voice of fear. It's the part of you that wants things to stay status quo, to be comfortable. It's your paradigm again. So think about this. When we were babies, we all started out as non-walkers. And as a non-walker, you saw people around you walking on their hind legs, standing up on their, um, on their hind legs, getting up of their, off of their hands and knees. And you wanted that level of freedom. You wanted to be upright and no longer floor bound. So you rose up, you locked your eyes on the cookie on the counter and you gave it your best shot, trying to take some steps. And what happened? You fell down. What did you do next? You rose up again and you tried to take another step. And what happened? You fell down again. You were learning to walk. And did you ever think to yourself, well, that's it. I guess I'm just not meant to be a walker. Of course not. You rose up and you kept going. You kept trying. You took a few more steps until finally you became a walker. Unfortunately, something happens to us when we become adults and we stop giving ourselves permission to fall down. But we learn to walk by falling down. And the truth is, it's the falling down and getting back up again that's actually the key to achieving your dreams. We befriend our fear and give ourselves permission to fail enough to succeed. Great dream builders are willing to fail and rise again. Oprah Winfrey was fired by television executives and told that she was not fit for TV. And as you all know, she now has her own multi-billion dollar network. Steven Spielberg was rejected from USC film school three times, but I bet everybody here can name at least three blockbuster movies that he did. And his net worth is estimated to be more than $3 billion. The founder of Starbucks, Howard Schultz, was told, there's no market for this kind of coffee. His loan application was rejected 242 times. He did not give up. Now there are nearly 30,000 Starbucks around the world, and the company has a net worth of more than $22 billion. 
Great success stories have also experienced great failures. In fact, fear and failure are prerequisites for achieving your great dreams. So when that voice of doubt questions you and asks, what if I fail? Let your response be, bring it on. I might fail, but if I do, I will rise up and I will keep going and I will succeed. So how do we give more power to that part of us that wants to move forward when we're hearing that voice that wants us to play small? There's a whole process to this that I take my clients through in a dream builder program. But for our purposes today, I'm gonna to give you one thing you can do. Where your attention goes, energy flows. So when you start to notice your paradigm showing up, whatever form that shows up like fear, and you start thinking small, here's what you do. You interrupt that thought and say, not today. And you reconnect with your vision, with your dream. Refocus your mind on that dream. And then take an action step. Because just thinking about your vision or your dream, even just writing it down is not going to make it happen. Poof, like magic. You need to take a step. So let's recap what we've covered. You learned the first three keys to mastering your results, which are the first three of the 10 principles of the Dream Builder program that I'm certified to teach. That first key is designing your dream. You have a blueprint of what you want and the clearer your blueprint is, the more power you have. The second key is deciding for your dream and the power of making decisions. You decide for that thing that you want, even in the absence of knowing how to do it. And the third key is befriending your fear and how fear and failure are prerequisites for your greatness. Befriend your fear and shift your paradigms to achieve your dreams. Above all, remember this, you are worthy of your dream and a life that you would love living. So I'm gonna close with a story. It's a true story about William H. Murray. He was known as one of the five uh, mountain climbers, greatest mountain climbers of all time, but he did not start out that way. In fact, he almost let the opportunity of greatness slip him by. A man named Edmund Hillary was putting together a team to, mount, to summit Mount Everest, something that had never been done before. Hillary invited Murray to join the team and Murray asked, how much is it going to cost? And since he thought it was too much, he declined the invitation. He did the same thing a few years later letting the cost of the expedition stop him from going. When Hillary asked Murray a third time though, Murray asked a different question. What's the deposit? Even though he had no idea where he would get the money to finance the trip, he took a step. He took some action to get started and the rest showed up out of the blue. Murray, as you know, discovered the Southern route that allowed them to summit Everest. I believe that you have a Mount Everest dream and perhaps there's no clear path to it at this point, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist for you. It just means that you're still growing in your awareness to be able to see things that you can do to generate the result that you want. And I'm honored to be able to support you in learning the keys to master those results. So I'm gonna share a very famous quote from Murray's book. And he says, 
Until one is committed, there is hesitancy, the chance to draw back, always in effectiveness. Concerning all acts of initiative and creation, there's one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans. Namely, the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred. A whole stream of events issue from the decision, raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents and meetings and material assistance, which no one could have dreamt would have come their way. And another favorite um, of mine is Goethe's couplet where he says, whatever you can do or dream you can, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Again, I believe that you have a splendid dream. You wrote it down, you can feel it, you made a decision for it. And to achieve your dream, you get to decide for it again and again, no matter the circumstance, no matter the fear, no matter the failure. You get to decide for it when it's uncomfortable for you and when you don't feel like it, because there is one elementary truth. You commit to your dream, you befriend your fear, because when you do, a whole stream of events issue from the decision, raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents and meetings and material assistance, which you could not have dreamt would come your way. So for those of you who are willing to commit to your dream, and for those of you who would love support in achieving your dream, if you would love someone to help you summit your Everest, then you can text or email me. Remember, what is inside you is far greater than any challenge you're facing. You have incredible power within you. This is your moment. This is your day to take bold action, because I do believe that whatever you can do or dream you can do, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. So with that, we're here tonight to take our vision of the life that we would love living and put it on a vision board so that you can continue to look at it and continue to go back and be reminded and be there. Some of you may have done this in the past or at least are familiar with the concept. The idea is to have something concrete that you can see and feel because when we can revisit our dreams and goals with regularity and in a state of gratitude, then things begin to happen often out of the blue that are going to take us closer to having what we'd really love in our lives. We begin to notice what next steps there are to achieve the goals. So as we discussed earlier, if we take those action steps, then we're certain to have the life that we would love to be living. So before we get to the arts and crafts part of this, I thought I'd share with you some ideas of what vision boards look like. I know you can see mine behind me and I'm gonna talk a little bit more about that. And so there's a picture of it up close. Um, actually, I'll, well, let me show you, I'm gonna show you a different one first. So the one you're seeing now is um, one I just got off the internet. And this is more a vision board of motivational quotes. Um, there's, you know, find joy every day, that kind of thing. Um, but I'm gonna talk a little bit about mine um, just because, you know, as Cass said, I have a, a slightly different take on it. When you look at mine, 
you can see I've divided it into the four quadrants of the way I focus on my vision and my dream. And the, those are the four domains that we talked about. So health, relationships, vocation, and time and money freedom. And I have used, by the way, a bulletin board because everything that's up there now is held in place with thumbtacks because I like to add, take away, move. There's a lot of, as we said, one um, something in one area of your life affects other areas of your life. And sometimes I'm moving things. Sometimes I'm moving something from my health over into my time and money uh, quadrant. So the thumbtacks allow me to have a flexible vision board. Um, but as you can see, and the string that's dividing to me is symbolic. It's tied in a bow. I know it's twine, so it's not a very fancy bow, but it's tied in a bow. And it, to me, represents that this vision board and this vision, um, it reminds me that it's a gift um, and that this life is a gift and that I am it's all, I am valuable, I, I am deserving of these things. And so uh, that's why there's a string wrapped around, or a ribbon with a bow wrapped around mine. So I think at this point, I'm gonna stop sharing my screen. Let's see here. There we are, okay. Liz, you've got some great comments from our, um from our audience in our Facebook group. And I'm, I'm sure the ladies have some stuff to share too. Where would you like to begin? Let's see. Well, actually I'm gonna go into gallery and check out. Now I can see everybody. Here we are. See, actually, hold on one second. I, I don't think Cass that I can see the comments. Oh, try. they are in our Facebook group. Okay. So I don't have that up because I didn't, you're going to have to tell me what the comments are and or because I was afraid of audio feedback. As you know, I technically, I tend to have issues with those things. So <laughs> that's okay. I'm going to, I'll read you some from Facebook. I'm not going to read you what Beth McKinley is privately texting me while watching your workshop, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, but we have, we have our sisters joining us from around the world. Rami down in New Zealand. How are you? Um, we have a lot from Louise Gail Richardson. She's one of our newest members who just joined. So we're really going to get to know her tonight because she really shared quite a bit. We've got Diane Crow with us, Michaela Roden, um those people so good to have you yeah just beth and chloe just wonderful stuff i'm going to kind of go in and out of different orders because some people wrote a lot and some people wrote a little so beth made a comment during your presentation on facebook saying wow that was profound that everything in the room around me was first thought of by someone before it came into being that i that hit me too Exactly. It's such a simple concept and yet so powerful. Um, and, and to me, what makes that real, and again, it's that simple thing that I talked about, think about biting into a lemon. As I say that, are you all not 
feeling that, right? Something happens, things happen. Our thoughts are powerful. They affect us, but they also have the power to create things in our world, you know, by us, with us, and for us. Uh, I think it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. So Chloe Webb wrote, and I asked people to share what they were writing down for that dream three years from now. Uh, and Chloe wrote one that we thought might be common for a lot of our, our audience to be, quote, done with medical transition goals. And so I would, I would say for those of you as when you are imagining that, when you have that as a goal, the really important part of this is to use your imagination and see yourself see yourself when you have gone through that process. What do you look like? What do you, how, how do I feel? How is my hair? The more clarity you can give to the image, the more power it will have. Because, you know, the universe, God wants us to have what we want. But if all we say is, I want to feel better. I want to look better. I want to, well, that's pretty, we're going to, it's going to default to what we already are seeing, feeling, and knowing about ourselves. Or I don't want to look like this. Right. When you do all the, those negatives, I don't want to be in pain. You're now back in the pain place. Instead for health, I want to be strong. I want to have energy. I want to be flexible. All of those you know, I use, I have, have a, this shoulder and I always, I started out when I was doing this work in the beginning saying, I wish I didn't, I don't want to have any more pain here. And until I reform that thought and imagine, I want this left shoulder to move freely, to, to do everything it can do. Suddenly my shoulder got better. <laughs> so that's amazing. That's right. It's all about where you focus your energy. And so we had a comment. I'll read this one. Then I want to get back to the gals in our Zoom because I thought you would find this was interesting. Um, so Louise said um, that as she was watching you speak, this is a story of my life. I do regret my lapses in ambition and judgment. Being trans in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, I aspired to be female when that was all but impossible. But after transition, I fell back into complacency until my renaissance when it's too late. So I asked her, why does she feel it's too late? She said, I just turned 74 last week. Dreams are for the young. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> You're, you are where you are. You are aware now of where you, where you were where you are now, dreams are for your life every single day. Every single day is a gift. And you, you don't know when your life is gonna, even if you knew your life was going to end in two days, these next two days are meant to live that life, your life, live that dream, come from your dream now. You know, I love that expression of there are people who live nine who live for 90 years, and there are people who live 
the same year 90 times. And that, to me, that, that's, a, that's a kind of the same thing. You are never too old. Um, my, my mentor in the work that I do now, Mary Morrissey, who teaches you know, the, this kind of thing, her mother didn't start doing this kind of work of you know, envisioning the life that she wanted and the things that she wanted until she was 85. And at 85, she began to have a life. She had always wanted to uh, paint China, the flowers on China. I know I don't have an example to show you. I know you've all seen it before. She'd always, it always been something she wanted to do and just had never done it. And she decided this is, I've always wanted, now I, I'm going to do this. And she had this career painting these plates and, and they were in, um, in art shows. She was selling them, you know, and at 85 in her last years of her life were the most fulfilling she had had her entire life. You're not too old. <laughs> You're never too old to dream your dream and live from it now, today, this minute. Awesome. And I encourage, you know, if you're watching us uh, from Facebook, please share, you know, your thoughts and your dreams with us. We have one last one before we join in the Zoom. Um, so I love, I love, we all know Diane Crow. Um, hers is, is, is very specific. My show is syndicated. Home life is very stable and settled. I have no money worries. My children fully accept me this or something better still. She covered all your quadrants. Yes, you did. Yes, you did, Diane. And you don't have to tell us in the box or anything, but you can add things to that. Like, what does that money look like that allows you to retire comfortably? You can have a number written down. You can, those are, be, be specific, be specific, um, not on Zoom and Facebook, <laughs> but for yourself. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. So um, what about you ladies that are joining us on screen? What are some of the things that you wrote down? Well, I guess the thing that like, I didn't, I don't want to share what my dream is openly to everyone in the world. Sorry. Um, it's for me. Um, but the, the thing that I did love was um, the, you know, the quote that you brought up the whatever you can do or dream you can do begin it. Um, boldness has genius, power and magic in it. I'm like that, all of this kind of resonated to me a year ago, um, because a year ago, I was still very much in the closet and still very confused. And, and literally like in October of last year was when I finally allowed myself to dream and, and dream that I could actually do this. And, and I dreamt big and uh, look at me now. And I am so ecstatic and it's been, amazing, challenging, but like you said, anything that's worth doing is going to be hard, but um, it's it, like just, I could see almost every trans woman uh, out there having just that same experience that this is like, just being yourself is a, is a dream. And that's, it's, it's sad to even say that, but that is the truth for most of us. Um, so yeah, like being able to think about it and realize that just the first step it started a snowball for me that I never dreamed would happen. And it was amazing. So I'm all, I'm totally on board with all of this. <laughs> and, and I'll bet Ashley, you didn't 
picture necessarily every step of the way. And that that's a really important thing. I, I know that for me, I've had times when I got hung up with, you know, there's something that I wanted in my life. I have no idea how that could possibly be. Oh, no. So therefore, I, I can't even, I, I put it away. You know, I, I couldn't possibly do that because I'm too busy. I, I you know, or I don't have the, the, that kind of money or the talent or whatever it is. And I think, you know, that, that that's one of the hardest things for us to do because we are taught to be in control of every step of the way, to plan, to, and, you know, goal setting is often considered planning. And there's a, there's really short-term planning. Go out the three years because three years lets you suspend. It's a little easier to, to, to suspend every step of the way. If you say, I want my dream to happen next month. Oh my gosh. you know. But see it in three years. And now you, you will allow yourself to see the steps one by one. It's like going down a dark path with a flashlight. You don't know what's a mile ahead, but you can see what's in front of you and take a step and see what's in front of you and take a step. It's funny, like when I was coming out or when I was thinking about coming out, it was a lot of visual, like I visualized what it would go, what, what, it, what it would happen at work and who I would talk to first. And, you know, my first day at work as a woman and, and everything. And that was months months ahead of anything actually of me actually doing any of it but it's like it's kind of like I had a virtual vision board going on in my head and you're right like the more I visualized it the more I became comfortable with it and started like as soon as I thought about it boy did I go diving for it and just really started to work towards it all so yeah I I'm yeah <laughs> awesome <laughs> awesome um, and then revisit it revisit it all the time so so on the vision board front then, um, so you've seen, you've seen an example here and you know, we had talked about your supplies. You, know, you can do this on a poster board. You can do it on a foam board. A foam board will allow you to, first of all, you can move a foam board around more if you wanna keep relocating it. The poster boards get floppy, but poster board's fine. Um, and the pictures, you know, now it used to be, I don't know about you guys, but I grew up with stacks of magazines all over the house. And so there were a million places to go to find pictures. The L.L. Bean catalog only has so many pictures of what I want in my life. So I would recommend uh, go on the Internet to a, uh, a site like pixels or pixels um, for free downloads. I, that's where I get, if there's a specific picture I want, because some of the things that are on mine, you know, I've got an airport here, that, but it's a specific airport, you know, I got that off the internet. So you can get pictures there. But again, I have pictures of, you know, family. This is, my, this is all my grandchildren here. So I have a photograph there. Be creative. You can make your own quotes or cut them off as cereal boxes, you know, whatever works. Um, I think wherever you can put color in it, just so that you can, again, feel it, it makes it, um, to me, it brings it alive. Um, but uh, this is, it's what you want it to be. This is your vision and your vision board. So it's mostly have fun with it. 
So Liz, when you asked us to get a writing implement, um, I just had this notebook on me and I'm like, well, this is my business notebook. I don't want to write about my dreams in that. So um, it's funny. I have a journal that I know people put um, so much emphasis in journals. Like you want to buy the beautiful leather bound journal and only save it for the very special writings. I have kind of notebooks everywhere <laughs> and I have pictures of things that I love everywhere. So I wanted to show, oh, Bron, everyone's showing theirs. Um, here, let me get back to the gallery. Yep. <laughs> so I wanted to show, this was one that I had from when we, we did it in a yoga, um, in my yoga teacher training, like one of the last fun times that we had together. And not everything that you have has to be, um, you know, super deep. Sometimes you just want the stuff that makes you smile. So this is literally some of the pictures that I put in my yoga journal. But when I open it, like waffles make me so happy. And I have it in a, in a notebook. And they're, and they're in heart shapes. And they're heart shapes. <laughs> Doesn't get any better. <laughs> yeah. But it's, you know, but that's, you know, it's that I'm always looking for a wonderful balance between sometimes that indulgence and like a good healthy lifestyle. So I love that the first thing I see when I open my, my yoga journal is big heart-shaped waffles. So, you know, you can go outside the vision board. You can have stuff in your car. If you're on your computer every day, focus, put like something on your desktop. I have a, in addition to all the uh, boards and vision boards and things I have around the house, I have a file on my computer that when I've gotten bored, I've downloaded pictures of my dream home for my husband and I, and we've just found stuff along the way. And we have just like a stack of all these pictures. So we know visually in our head, this is, this gorgeous ski chalet is exactly what we want to be living in. Cause you're right, like, if you can't visualize it, if you can't ask the universe for it, how do you, how do you ever make it happen? How do you ever manifest it? Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So mostly just have fun, have fun with it. And again, you can, you can make more than one. I have, I actually have more than one. Um, so just, just have a good time with it. So. Bronwyn, mom, do you, would you tweet either of you like to share? Um, yeah. Uh, from Liz is going to know what this is already because, but it's uh, love and relationships was the, the one that um, I wrote about. And um, I am so happy and grateful now that I am with my soulmate, the woman I love. We are on a beach walking this or something even better still. There you go. And the uh, one thing you said, uh, the, um, the long term has actually kind of made me think about some of the stuff I've learned working in with the military is the, the long-term is the strategy and the short-term is the tactics. Mm -hmm. I like that, yeah. And that's clearly, I mean, mm -hmm. a lot of the people watching are veterans so that might be able to relate to that, so. Yeah, yeah. Liz, was what resonated with me was where you get stuck. This is my dream. I'm stuck on how it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Cassie didn't care how it was going to happen. She just put the dream out there. 
oh my gosh, guess what? 25 years ago, you had the plant listening to the dream. I mean, they were, so I am, I'm of that era that I'm pragmatic. You know, this is what you want. This is what you're going to have to do to get there. I'm still working on this is what I want and let the universe just bring it to me. So thank you so much. That really, really resonated. You could not have done a better presentation. I hope somehow all of my feminine heart folks can get this presentation from you because it could not have been better. My sister-in-law does not know what a dream board is. So there is a disconnect of where we are and where we want to be and that bridge to get there. And you are that bridge. Mm -hmm. I hope everyone gets to hear this and understand you did an amazing job. Thank you very much. You're very, very welcome. Very welcome. And just, I just want to very quickly add, you know, if there are for some people doing a vision board is never going to be their cup of tea to as an exercise. And I get that. Um, for other people that creativity and a place to do this is through perhaps writing. And, you know, we talked, you talked about cast the journaling and that, that is another very, very good way to do this where you spend time and can keep going back and adding to and rewriting that vision and adding more clarity to it. And so, you know, I hope that this was useful, not just because ultimately it ended up with and now you can do a vision board because we've looked at four areas and you get the idea of why it's important. Do this however it works for you. If, if a vision board helps you, the vision board is secondary for me. Mine is writing. I write it. So, you know, I hope that that helps you as well. Yes. Um, so I'm a visual person. So for me, obviously, as a photographer, it's all about the pictures. But even at that, I create lists. And I put like my little goals list, this one's for my home, um, up at the beginning of the year. And then I cross them off as I go. And then I'm somebody, I have a hard time recognizing and appreciating what I've achieved. And mm -hmm. so that's something that I will then take this list at the end of the year and I'll create an achievements or an accomplishments board so that I can look back and say, okay, you, you did this. Don't forget like what you have accomplished. It's okay to take a break here or not have to achieve right there. You've made these dreams or goals happen. You know, make sure you're appreciating the whole journey because sometimes we lose sight of what we have accomplished too or how far we have come. Yeah. So take those um, things as feedback. They're yeah. feedback, not failures, they're feedback. <laughs> Now we have um, so many more wonderful comments in here. Um, we have a beautiful one from Rami Sargon in our Facebook chat. Uh, she is saying to everybody that the only thing you have to fear is fear itself, just like you were saying. Um, I thought and was so scared of losing my job, family and friends, but totally the opposite happened and it's been wonderful. You have to break free to be your true self. Um, Beth has thrown in some other great Comment, she says, if you're doing a vision board online, using Canva can really help. And um, in, in your talking about age, so 
Louise, I hope that we are inspiring you. Beth had shared that her mom started scuba diving at 65 and she has now dove all over the world and is very inspiring to her, which is, I love that. Um, thank you everybody who joined us. I miss saying hello to Donna Lewin. Thank you for commenting in as well. Um, the chat's always so rich. If you ever get a chance to, you know, check that in our private Facebook group or when we stream to the private Facebook page, that's not something that even carries through when it's an audio podcast. Um, thank you everybody so much. It looks like we've lost a couple of the people from the screen. I did want to share Grace jumped in late and then she had to go because she was on call tonight. Um, but so glad that she was able to share this. And uh, for everybody else, we have some really exciting things coming up this January. So at the end, I always let you know what's coming. Uh, next Tuesday is a Zoom social. So tonight, Liz taught us what to do. Next Tuesday, we're going to share it. So Ashley, like for example, me too, I don't publicly, like some of you in the Zoom socials, I've shown my vision boards to. I'm not showing my vision boards on a recorded episode. That's like <laughs> private for the crew. Um, so that's what we're going to kind of get down and dirty and <laughs> really share the goods. Um, so wherever you are, if you are journaling or if you're starting to put your board together, or if you're, you know what, if you're having a hard time getting started and visualizing that dream, this is going to be a chance for us to all chat and support each other. Um, and to, you know, get Liz one-on-one -on -one again, which has just been so generous of her. And then maybe she can give you some great tips along the way. And we're going to be kind of following a, a, a schedule where about every other week, we're going to have a Zoom social. I know that my club members have been asking for more Zooms. I want you all to have more time together. So if, if you don't know how much, um, time and uh, chances you have to socialize. If you looked at the email I sent out tonight, I'm gonna to post it on the public Facebook page of the January calendar. Tonight, club members only, stream to our private Facebook group. Next Tuesday, club member only social. The following Tuesday, we have a club member led, um, run by Lisa Smith, is going to be a discussion panel on living a dual gendered life. So we hope that our members who are dual gendered um, join us for that discussion panel. It will be fantastic. That's gonna be streamed to the public Facebook page. And then we've got a special, and I will share more details later, uh, Zoom the following week. We're gonna be starting a special new segment and Ashley Glendon's gonna help us lead off with that. For those of you who join Grace the first Saturday of every month, Saturday mornings for Coffee and Girl Talk, um, being a member of the military, I think she has drill uh, this coming weekend, so she can't. So the Coffee and Girl Talk, it's on our schedule and in the email, and we already have the Facebook event for it. It's going to be the following Saturday. Um, I believe that is the 15th. So just in case you were thinking you're logging in this Saturday, it's going to be the following one. And for anybody, you know, I hadn't planned to share this, but, you know, today was the beginning of our new yoga program. And we, you know, the last year we had yoga with my girlfriends, which is a dream I didn't even envision. Um, I can't believe what we experienced together as a group this year. Bronwyn's one of my students. And every single one of my students, except for my mom, who's also a student, uh, did yoga for the very first time. Brand new beginners. 
Some totally have been injured and have major physical injuries that they have had to deal with over the years from sports and the military. We have all ages, um, half our members had surgery at some point or other this past year and stuck with it and used meditation to help get through it. So at the end of last year, now all of last year, we really focused on how to feel more feminine in your body, how to feel more flexible in your body and kind of undo all the years of like, you know, uh, testosterone filled sports and injuries and things like that, how to loosen and have more of a feminine flow. We ended the year talking about the roadmap that the chakras do through the whole body, all the energy centers of the body and how the physical movements that we have translate into actual physical manifestations in the body and mental and emotional manifestations. So if anybody has wanted to take their yoga practice to a deeper level, or if they've wondered why, why when I do a bridge or stretch with my back or bend over in a forward fold, how does that affect some of my different organs or medical conditions? How does that affect me mentally and emotionally? We're spending the entire year taking our practice to the next level. So, um, you know, Bronwyn got to experience the first class today. And upon request, it has some feminine booty and ab workouts in it because the girls always are giving me their feedback. So there was some extra booty exercises, Erica. <laughs> um, but what we did is we started with our very first chakra, the root chakra, which is all about feeling stable, safe, building your confidence, feeling grounded to the earth. So if you are having issues with not feeling grounded, not feeling confident and safe, safe and stable, join us. And the, all the exercise and movements that we did are kind of about what is happening at the base of our spine. So opening up the organs in that area, our hips, our thighs, all of it's really connected in how we move and stretch. So for anybody who tonight wrote, you know, a low number for their health, and wellness, and they want to improve that, please feel free, like reach out to me. I would love to bring you into our little tribe of yogis and help you on your health journey. I know this is a time when like, I think beautifully, but sometimes disproportionately health gets a, a huge look at, at the beginning of a calendar year when we want to be looking at everything, but health's always like where we get the big new year's resolution. So right. yeah. Um, but anyway, I want to thank everybody tonight, Liz, thank you so much. If somebody wants to work with you, how can they reach you? You can either text or email me and we can set up a time to talk. And would you mind sharing your contact information for anybody who's just listening? I'm going to do that. I, well, I'll just, do you want me to put it in the chat? Well, I'll, I can tell you all. Um, my it's Liz T dot life coach at gmail.com. So Liz T dot life coach. Super simple. And I know you've got some fantastic, uh, programs that some of our members have taken advantage of and have loved, um, your dream building workshops, your 90 day program. I've been hearing the gals say all these amazing things. You've been such a, a light and a love in our, in our little community. Thank you for being a part of it. And thank you for your very well executed and beautifully inspired presentation this evening. Just round of applause to you. Okay. And oh, thank you guys. <laughs> thank you all for the opportunity to be with you in this community. It means a great deal to me. Um, 
So I hope you all can join us next Tuesday for our club member only Zoom social. I am very excited to hear about all your dreams and visions for 2022. But for now, I hope you have beautiful dreams this evening. Good night, everybody. And we love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Never miss a single podcast by signing up for our newsletter at myfeminineheart.com.